Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. If you're listening to this podcast, stop. Head over to our YouTube channel and watch it instead because we're about to go into a video format. Especially if you are in Nashville traffic. Now, normally I would not advocate for that, but since you're in Nashville traffic, we all know you're not moving, you're not going anywhere. No, I'm just kidding. Listen along. But also, uh, we are releasing a lot of our Nashville stories and our Music Mondays now out on video, so make sure you're subscribed on YouTube uh, to watch this episode. Today, we are joined by Crystal Lee. She's joined us in studio, our new studio that uh, we've been working on here recently to come on a video podcast and talk about uh, her music. Crystal is a singer-songwriter in Nashville, coming in from Southern California not too long ago, uh, but has really gotten to know Nashville in a great way. So we talk about Nashville, talk about faith. We talk about how that plays a role in singer-songwriter lives here in Nashville. We also listen to some of her music, and her her songs are very fun. Yes, so if you want to hear some great Americana music from singer-songwriter Crystal Lee and hear her story about how she's doing in Nashville, then this is the Music Monday for you. So let's switch over to video for those of you who are watching, and here is our Music Monday with Crystal Lee. Crystal Lee, thank you so much for joining us for a Music Monday interview. We are happy to have you uh, in our new studio. Uh, So thanks for for hopping by and uh, doing this interview with us. Yeah, thank you for having me and inviting me. So, uh, Crystal, you had a release for a new single uh, for your upcoming album, uh, which is coming out October 8th, called Trading Skylines. We'll we'll talk about that name because I think that is a really, really cool name. Thank you. Um, your song, Normal Girls, uh-huh. came out very recently and uh, uh, wanted you to, to talk about uh, this song. Uh, Stuart, let's go ahead and play it for for a little bit. I want to hear a little bit of this song. Since it's already released, we have the luxury of She's getting to hear it. <laughs> Apple Music has its own mind. It literally does. Okay. Here we go. Right, so we get the luxury of of hearing this um, already. So uh, let, let's take a listen, and then we'll we'll talk about this song. So here is uh, "Normal Girls," your song that just released May twenty eighth. Let's take a listen to this. Hayden and she wears her jeans real tight. She's the life of the party. Thursday, Friday, Saturday.
Wow. <laughs> All I could say is I kind of feel like that's the song that Nashville needed right about now. <laughs> Uh, what a cool song. Thank you. So, uh, let, let's talk a little bit behind the inspiration for, uh, this song, because I, sure. I, I definitely think this song uh, has something to say, could probably offend some people in a very funny way, uh, but, <laughs> yeah. but it's also really, really fun. It, it felt like, um, what's that comedian's name? Is it Jamie Foxworth where he did all, all those like bluegrass music songs for comedy back in like the nineties? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it felt like. I don't know if you yeah. guys know what I'm talking about. Are you but a Jeff I have Fox, a not slight Foxworthy. Yes. Okay. Yes. Like you were missing mixing I Jamie, Jamie. Fox. Yeah, I, don't, <laughs> Jeff I don't know comedians. I just know that. Happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So so what's the story behind this song? Okay. So this song is actually um, a couple years old, um, and my friend Erin Pearson and I, she's the co-writer on this song. We had gotten together for a write. And um, we always have snacks to get. Like whenever we write, we're like eating all the time because that's just the people we are. We just love to eat. And so we're like snacking and we're chatting, like getting ready to write. And um, we were both single at the time. And um, I started talking about how on country radio, I was listening to all these guys talk about these girls they were like falling in love with and like singing these songs about. And I was like, Erin, she sounds psycho. Like <laughs> I do not like if that's the kind of girl that they're like so excited to meet at the bar, like I am totally screwed because I will be single forever. Cause mm. that is not me. Like I am not at the bars. I'm not shooting whiskey. I am not <laughs> jumping it into like trucks at like 2am to go drive around in the back roads of some town. Like I'm just like in bed by 9pm and I'm like, right. could we like, you know, hang out and watch Netflix. And so we were joking and laughing about it. And she was like, yeah, I don't know what we're going to do. Um, and I was, she was like, well, why don't we like, maybe that's our right today. Like maybe we just like write about that and kind of make it of a fun kind of thing. And so we did. And that's what we came up with. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, the, the music behind it too, you know, uh, there is a, a, a big move to, uh, have a lot of pop country right now. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like you probably had a very intentional style to mm -hmm. make this kind of uh, dance and older style country with yeah. it. Yes. I actually, before I decided to move to Nashville, um, I was really into country Western dance and I actually almost stayed in Los Angeles to like be a competitive dancer. Oh, um, it's a huge scene over there. It is. Yeah. It's huge. I was so gravely disappointed when I moved here and could not find a like proper country like, dancing bars, country yep. dance bar. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't devastated. know if they ever existed here or, or if we're just missing them and wild horses about it. I, I and it's not, it's not a real one. Been, yeah. Yeah. It's wild. With as many songs that have the word like two stepping in it. And right. There's not a lot of two no. stepping here. No. So, so that was the country music I was listening to all the time. I was at country Western bars, like, four nights, five nights a week, like dancing my little boots off. Um, and so that like nineties old school kind of like dance, that stuff is what I listened to all the time. And that's the stuff I really resonate with and that I really love. And there's nothing wrong. I mean, country, I feel like th its whole existence has gone through these like evolutions and people have brought their own, um, influences into it, which I think is fine. I mean, like you can tell some of these people grew up listening to like nineties hip hop, right? Like right. that stuff just comes out of you as an artist based on 
you know, who you've listened to growing up. And so for me, it's just a little more traditional and it's a little more classic um, than it is than it is pop. I love that. So let's uh, let's talk about the name of the EP. It's Trading Skylines. Yeah. Uh, so you're from L.A. originally? Santa Barbara, to okay. be exact. Oh, I, I love that. Only because I watched Psych. Yes. And yes. so yes. that's the only connection I have to <laughs> Santa Barbara is that show, which I, yeah. I, I really doubt that much was actually filmed there. You are correct. Uh, I was about to say, I think yeah. it was mostly Canada. No, I think it was mostly LA. Yeah. Like we, Santa Barbara has no like Chinatown or anything like that. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So if you see that in the show, psych, um, maybe some of the scenes were filmed there, but most of them yeah. were not. Oh, but yeah, so I was born and raised in Santa Barbara. I went to school in Los Angeles. Um, and so I was down there for four years. Um, and the actual title, Trading Skylines, it does kind of play off of my move from Santa Barbara to, to Nashville, but it also plays off of um, actually lyrically in the song, I'm trading in skylines around the country touring for um, a different dream, for mm. being um, with somebody and loving somebody and being willing to give that up um, for love. And that was part of my journey this last couple of years was navigating my relationship to my dream about music and what I was going to do with it. Um, and, and kind of figuring out that, you know, like sometimes in life, like what you want changes and that's okay. Uh, so how long have you been here in Nashville? I have been here seven years now. I moved in 2014. So uh, when you were talking about trading skylines, mm -hmm. um, what was your uh, kind of ambition into moving to Nashville? Was it, uh, what was the pursuit then? And then right. what, what have you, what is your ultimate goal right now? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, my original thought moving out here, I wanted to be a writer. I just wanted to crank them out and I wanted to get cuts on the radio and that's what I wanted to do. And I got here and I started playing those writers rounds and I started writing with everybody I could possibly think to write with. And then I was like, oh, I totally hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh no, what do I do? A lot I just, of times that's what it takes. It takes doing it yeah, to figure it out. Absolutely. I mean, I was so emotionally, I'm so emotionally invested in what I write that if I don't a hundred percent love it, it's like, I don't want anyone to sing this. Mm. Or like, if I didn't love it, I was like, don't put my name on it. It was just like one of those things where I you couldn't, yeah, yeah <laughs> I just couldn't. And if I wasn't passionate about the idea, then it was like, I was like, I might as well not even be in this room because wow. I've checked out. And so I was like, oh no, I just moved here my entire life. And I don't want to be a writer. And so I was like, okay, what do I do now? And so I got involved in a live band and I played down on Broadway for a couple years and we did Where on Broadway? Uh, George Jones okay. and Cerveza Jacks. Nice. Okay. We kind of doubled back and forth. Um, so I did that while I had a nine to five and that was wild. Um, because it, were you performing like Monday night working Tuesday day? I was working at like a Monday through Friday, nine to five. And then I would get off early on Thursdays and sometimes Tuesdays and like drive straight downtown and play till 2 a.m. and then come home, get home at three, wake up at six, get wow. ready for work. It was wild. And so I did that for a couple of years and I loved it. I mean, I remember coming first coming to Nashville and hearing all those voices just pouring out over Broadway. And I was like, one day my voice is going to be one of those voices pouring out. And sure enough, 
got to check that off my list. Um, so I did that for a couple of years and I loved it. We played, um, weddings and we did corporate events and we really kind of got around with that band and it was, um, it was wonderful. I had such a great time and it taught me a lot. And I was like, I love performing. I love awesome. being on a stage. I love being in a band. Um, and then, uh, I just, I just kind of got like, okay, I can't do this forever though. And, um, I, I wanted to start singing my own stuff and I had some people like, Hey, you've got like good songs. Like you should play them out. And, uh, so then I was like, okay, I think I'm gonna like put out my own project. Nice. And so I quit the band to make more time for the project and I independently funded and put together, um, my that's first awesome. DP. Um, and, uh, and so then that's what I was doing for a while. <laughs> and, uh, and then this album kind of came to be because I had started to, I don't want to say give up, but. I was like, man, I'm just like, I mean, you're booking your own stuff. You're sending like 80 emails to get one email back. This is like, sure, you can play at five o'clock when no <laughs> one's there and we'll take your money, you know, and it's hard, man. I mean, uh, booking all your own stuff, trying to do your own social media. I mean, all that stuff. And so I was getting really tired and I had, um, met my husband. who's a wonderful man. And, um, and I got married, and so I was like, oh, no, wait, am I, like, doing the settling thing? Like, am <laughs> I, like, giving this up? Like, can I not do them both? And I started processing all of that, and I thought, like, I don't know if I'm ever going to, like, get a, a label deal or I'm ever going to, you know, be on the radio or ever get to play on, you know, CMT Awards or whatever. And um, I was I was praying through that whole process and kind of giving up that stuff. And like, if that stuff doesn't work out, I'm going to be totally fine. And I got to that place and I was so thankful I got to that place. And I kid you not the week after I like cried my eyeballs out and was praying through that and was like, I'm going to be okay. If this music thing doesn't come true. Um, I got a call from the producer who I've been working with, um, for my last EP and who's a great friend of mine, Stephen Lywicki at, uh, Yaklin studios. And he was like, I think I might have a deal for you. And I was like, whoa, wait, what? I was like, I literally just gave up. <laughs> what? what? Why now? That always happens. It always happens. As soon as I was like, I'm going to be fine without it. Um, yeah. He called. He's like, I think I got a deal with you uh, for you. And, um, and here I am, I'm signed and I've, wow. I didn't have to fund this project and save up for like 8 million years sure. to make it happen. And I'm so grateful. And now I just want to have a good time and I just want to, um, you know, live in this moment and who knows where it's going to end up or what it's going to look like. But I know that if it doesn't continue, I'm going to be fine because I already worked through that part of it. <laughs> and if it does continue, I'm just like happy to be here yeah. and I'm just happy and grateful for this opportunity. And so my dream right now is to just live a beautiful life with good music and good people, whatever that looks like, good yeah. music and good people signed or not signed famous or not famous published or not published. That's kind of been my goal right now. So uh, on your website and you just talked about kind of having a faith aspect mm -hmm. to uh, your, your life and kind of yeah. career, because I mean, let's be honest, it's hard to live in Nashville and not yes. kind of merge your life and work and what totally. you do, yeah. uh, especially in the, in the creative field, mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, because that's just like what we breathe. Yeah. Um, but 
uh, how has faith played a role in what you do here in Nashville? Is, sure. Do you bring it to your songwriting? Do you bring it to your music? What, what kind of aspect does it play? Yeah. I mean, really, my faith is uh, is my worldview. It's like how I look at the the planet. It's how I look at other people. It's how I navigate through this thing we called life. And so it really does inform and shape the person I am and, and what comes out of me as an artist. So I wouldn't say that I'm like a Christian artist. Like I'm, I'm probably not going to be on like the fish or, you know, whatever, uh, radio. St- I don't even know. See, I'm terrible. Um, uh, there's like four way of MK love air. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. probably not going to be on any of those, but that doesn't mean that what's coming out of me isn't informed and shaped by that. Um, and I think it really has helped, um, it's also helped me meet some really wonderful people like Stephen Lywicki um, and a lot of great friends. I mean, I met my husband backstage at a church rehearsal for oh, a worship cool. team. Um, and so, I mean, it's just really shaped who I am and what comes out of me. And it's just kind of that undercurrent, you know? Also, can we, I think we can probably all agree some of the best concerts in Nashville happen on Sunday mornings oh, in Nashville. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, hands down. Yeah, hands down. 100%. Are you kidding? I think that's like a little, I was thinking about that the other day at church. I was like, I think like this is like the, one of the hidden gems of Nashville yeah. is like the mm-hmm. worship music that comes out of this city yeah. uh, like and, uh, being, and what's being played on Sunday mornings yeah. the, is insane. The one yeah. church I came down here to work for, uh, the lead singer was from like one of my favorite bands growing up, Run Kid Run. And he was just the lead with the worship. Yeah. Isn't church. that wild? Yeah. We're so spoiled here. Oh my gosh. Yes. So spoiled. You go like anywhere <laughs> you else belong, and you're you like, like Carrie Job and you have, like, yeah. yeah. And it's like casual. Uh-huh. And then you go to like any <laughs> other city and you're like, wait, I'm sorry. None of your worship team is like famous or on tour constantly. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> and we, yeah. and, and not only that, like the people who are behind the soundboards, mm-hmm. lighting and excellent, the people who are, are backstage, like everybody is, are, they are the people who mix all the music for the rest of the world yeah. and do lighting for the rest of the world yeah. and all the, on the tours and all that stuff. And, and, uh, I was thinking about that the other day, like, yeah. gosh, we are spoiled. You are exactly so right. spoiled. <laughs> so spoiled. I'll tell you what. Yeah. So, okay. You, uh, we had talked before this uh-huh. that, uh, you had an EP in 2018 yes. and it's a little bit different sounding it is. than normal girls. Yeah. So what we'll play it here in a second. What are we going to hear? What, what song do you want to play? And what are we going to hear different about it? Okay. I think maybe let's listen to girl like me. Um, it's probably one of my favorite songs I've written, um, but it's gonna sound like the complete opposite. It's uh, introspective, it's thoughtful, um, it's not cheeky at all sure. um, or quirky. And I feel like it does though represent me as a person. I feel like I'm like the weirdest, biggest nerd ever. And then all of a sudden I'll be like super pensive thinking about like existential things. And then my husband's like, what the heck is happening? (laughs) So I feel like it's a pretty good representation of, um, I just, I'm just me and I'm not trying to fit into anything. I'm just so passionate about just, you know, people being themselves and expressing themselves and not worrying about where they need to fit. Yeah. Um, cause I think that really can, for me, I know it really hindered me as a person and an artist comparing myself and trying to fit in here in Nashville and trying to figure out where I was on like this hierarchy that you, you think sure. that there might be. So 
this project was a little bit more introspective. There were some fun tracks on it sure. and some cheeky stuff, but this song I feel like is going to be like a the other side of the coin, I guess you could say. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. let's go ahead and take a listen. awesome i i thank I, you i think that what, what i really like about your songwriting is that i think you are very direct with your storytelling in there mm-hmm. it's not like too abstract mm-hmm. or anything like like it's uh you know when you listen to like brad paisley and you're like yeah you can just follow along in your head yes like you can see and mm-hmm. picture it a little more clear like he just has that way of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of what I think about. Yes. It's like I think you you just go right to the point of it. Thank you. So I, I really like that. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, that's the way I like to write. Um, I cannot stand it when I cannot understand the lyrics or the lyrics don't make sense. Yeah. And my husband's a total groove guy. Like he just doesn't even care what the song says. He's just like, oh, this beat, everything they did in production is amazing. And I'm like, this song makes no sense. Why did they say that? <laughs> um, and so I really appreciate that because those are the writers like Brad Paisley and um, I forget the guy he writes with all the time. I think it's Loveless or something, last name. But um I love the directness. I love being able mm-hmm. to understand. And that's what drew me to country music when I first started listening is it was right. storytelling. It was so craftful. Yeah. They were um, so intentional. There was so much kind of like flipping of um, phrases and so many cool little things that I was like, oh my gosh, how did they even think of right. that? I'm sorry. I'm like bumping everything. <laughs> um, so expressive. Um, but thank you. That's a really big compliment to me. I really appreciate that because that... Those are the writers that I admire. Yeah. How has how has Nashville helped define you as an artist? Oh, well, I think first it like destroyed me <laughs> because <laughs> I showed up here and I mean you show up like bright eyed and bushy tailed and you're so excited and you're like, I'm gonna be the next star. 
hard. Your mom told you you were great, you know, and then you move here and you're like, oh, literally everyone's Everybody's a star. Everyone's a star. <laughs> Everyone so this dropped. This man could sing better than yeah. I Yeah. Everyone dropped their lives and moved here. So that yeah. doesn't make you special anymore. No. Like, you're full. You're. This is a town full of brave, extraordinary people, and so you're like, oh shoot, yeah, okay. So it breaks you a little bit. I was about to say, even like watching the Garth Brooks documentary, like yeah, he moved here, got so crushed, yeah. and moved back home, yeah, which is just absolutely. Isn't that insane. wild to think about? Well, yeah. it's the same thing with uh, Carly Pierce too. Yeah, uh, I think it was ten years in the making mm-hmm. before she even made it in this city, and then she was about to leave back to go home and then all of a sudden Sirius XM said hey we're picking you up yeah and that's what happened I, I feel mean, like that's almost every artist's story which is crazy <laughs> Nashville yeah. is but, but definitely looking, looking, looking good so far yeah <laughs> Nashville is definitely a 10 year town it is yeah I mean I'm on year 7 right so I, I had made a promise to myself I'm going to give it 5 years I'm not going to think about going home until I've been here at least 5 years that's great and um, and I'm here and I'm you know, like checking off dream boxes and I'm so grateful and so blessed, but yeah, it crushes you at first, this town, (laughs) it totally crushes you, but in the best way possible, because then you have to figure out, do, what do I really want out of this? Like, do I want the fame? Cause that happens to like 1% of everyone out here, right? Like, am I doing it because I just love music and I just want to be in a city about music? Am I doing it because I'm like, totally conceited and I love myself and I want everybody else to love me. I'm like, you have to go through, at least I did. I had to go through all those thoughts and emotions. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of come out the other side. And one of my mottos is good music, good people. That's kind of what I came out on the other side. I was like, I just want to be around good people and good music. And this town is a great town for that. That's awesome. Um, And so I think it's helped shape me as an artist that I've just kind of been like, Oh, I just got to do me because I can't, I can't do anybody else. Like I can't, I can't compete. It's not a competition. It's just, it's just putting your stuff out there. And if people like it, great. And if they don't, great. And, and doing it for yourself and doing it for your self-expression and, and to just share with others, you know? And I, for me, that has been the foundation that has been laid, which I'm very grateful for because now all of this is just feels like an overwhelming blessing. And, um, I don't feel like I can cling to it too <laughs> tightly, you know, and sometimes yeah. when you cling to stuff really tight. Um, it makes your heart sick. So trading skylines mm-hmm. comes out in October, October yes, 8th. October 8th. So now that you have that on the horizon, um, what is, do you have like a, are you still on this path of hey, whatever happens with this album happens? Mm-hmm. Or are you like, Hey, I, I, I want to be touring. I want to be, mm-hmm. Uh, hitting as many places as possible. What is what does that look like for you? What is those things that you know you are hoping that really happen with this? Yeah, um, you know, I think if you're if you're going to be honest with yourself, I think anyone in in the position I would be, I would think. I mean, like, yeah, I want to be Carrie Underwood. Like, yeah, I want to go on tour forever, and I want to like be fabulous and beautiful, and like you know, um, have a giant band and stage, and like get paid to do this. So I don't have to do anything else. I mean, obviously I feel like for anybody, I feel like they might be lying if that's not like the (laughs) end goal. (laughs) Like that would be great. Um, but so yeah, I would love for that to happen. I would love for this album to explode. I would love to be doing all these crazy fun, big tours, but I'm just, I'm, 
I mean, I'm really just happy to be here. And so I'm kind of like, yeah, that would be great. But if I just get this opportunity and I can die saying that like, you know, years ago I was signed to a label, that would be amazing. So I'm, I'm just hoping that this record resonates with people that, um, more people connect with some of the messages and that I can provide some hope and laughter and smiles and inspiration, um, to someone out there in some fashion. Um, and that would be enough for me, truly. Now let's, uh, let's talk about Nashville for a second. What's Uh one of your favorite restaurants in town? (sighs) Okay. I'm a Bellevue girl. Okay. I'm out in the Bellevue. So like honey fire? And I love it. Yes. Yep. Are you kidding? <laughs> so good. Please tell me you've had their banana pudding. I, I uh, we've had it a few times. Okay. Yes. Yeah. The I, nutter I butter. Week. The nutter butter on the yes. top. Just. It's mind blowing. It's my. It's mind blowing. Yeah. I forgot nutter butter existed until you had. Until I went there and I was like, I forgot that these were a blessing from the Lord. Truly. Yeah. 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 They're oh, so yeah. good. So Honey Fire's top, and then when they moved Eastern Peak over to Bellevue One. Oh, yeah. Because um, we used to live in Green Hills, and okay. I love Green Hills. Um, and we used to, like, hop over to Thompson to go to Eastern Peak. It's like Thai sushi kind of place. It's uh, the one. Um, it's right by the 399 Furniture exactly. Store. It is. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. It's like right before the bridge yes, where the two player is. Yeah, and so they actually moved one to Bellevue, and it's really nice. And um, so... I I love that place too. So I like those two restaurants. Those are probably my favorite. But there's so many oh, yeah. popping up all the time mm-hmm. that some of my friends are like sending me photos from like there's like have you been here? I'm like no, I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> it's just like too many to keep up with, you know. <laughs> have you gotten to check out Fifth and Broad yet? I have walked by. Okay. I will tell you that I had some friends in town, um, and of course you've got to walk Broadway when your friends come into town oh, at yeah. least. Oh yeah. And so we we walked Broadway, and I was like, oh, and there's that giant new thing they just built, and I was like, I don't even know what's in it, but it looks amazing. <laughs> it's like 33, 35 restaurants inside of there. Yeah. It's, it's, incre- it's incredible. It's, it's There's insane. a Hattie Beast in there, right? Yeah, right there in the corner of it. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. Always and an app an Apple Store. Yeah. Which is amazing. It is. Yeah. I still haven't been in there yet. But you have to actually <laughs> go downtown yes. to get there, though. That is very true. Yes. You know? Yeah. A lot of people, when, when, you, when you've lived here for a while, mm-hmm. you're like, I need a real reason to, to go down there. Absolutely. Yeah. For me, for like three years, it was getting paid. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Unless you're going to pay me, I probably won't be down there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about uh, other features of Nashville? What is something that... You're like, this is kind of different than, you know, either any other city, whether it's a feeling or sure. like a place mm-hmm. that really resonates with you here. Um, well, so one of the first things I remember thinking about Tennessee in general um, when I first drove out here uh, and visited for the first time was like, it is so green. Like yes. I came, I mean, compared to California, you think California is like green, but it's not, it's brown. And you don't realize that until you go somewhere actually green and you're like, whoa, I've never seen green before. I just realized. Um, <laughs> We're one of the greenest areas in the United yes, States. It's beautiful. Mind yeah. blowing. Truly how green it is. So I appreciate that so much about Tennessee in general, um, how beautiful it is. You get to see that almost every day being out in Bellevue. I know. I'm the, so lucky. the hills out there. Yeah. That's incredible. And then I take Sneed down to get to my subdivision oh, yeah. and just like the horses that is and I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, this is 
paradise. Yeah. And Where some, did it... somehow Memphis gets to claim that they're the horse capital of the world. Right. I still don't get it. <laughs> I, I don't understand. I don't, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. Shelby I'm County, missing but... something, obviously. <laughs> Have you been out to the Natchez Trace Parkway at all? Yes. Or um, mm-hmm. Narrows of Harpeth? Yeah. So we, so we own kayaks. So we kayak the Harpeth. Oh, that's, awesome. that's great. Mm-hmm. So fun. I have, well, okay. I just almost told you a story, but I feel like it's very inappropriate. I was about to say, we're <laughs> totally fine with it. We've probably had worse told on Okay, you guys. So I'm I'm kayaking down the Harpeth, and you can cut this out if you need to. But um, <laughs> we're like, me and my husband and my father-in-law is with us and my brother-in-law. And we're just like, you know, it's like beautiful out. And there's some parties going on. on the, and then we are like rounding this corner. And there's these people like on the shoreline, like on our right. And there's like a lady and a guy and the guy's like standing there. And then the lady's like picking something out of the kayak. And then like we're getting closer and I'm like, oh, no, she's not picking something out of the kayak. Y'all. Oh, my oh. gosh. This time we got some old folks doing some nasty things <laughs> on the shore of the Harpeth in plain sight. And I didn't know what to do because you can't, like, turn around. You're kayaking down a and river. You, it's not like you have a car, so you can't, like, honk your horn. No. And, like, so I'm just, like, I'm just like. Faster, faster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so awkward. I didn't know what to do. And I was like, like do I say Wait. hi? Do I, like, completely ignore them? Hey. Like, yeah. <laughs> that is a very interesting situation to paddle into. And then I'm like, who does that? Like, go into the bushes or something. Like, I don't, it was so weird. It was so weird. Maybe they didn't want poison ivy. True. Maybe. <laughs> but also, like, after being in the Harpeth, you're yeah. going to, oh, it was so uncomfortable. Yeah. And so, dude, or worms or whatever the dude the sees us and he, like, head first dives into, like, this much water, which was, like, a terrible <laughs> life choice. And I'm that trying not to, I'm like, don't know if I should cry or laugh or, like, I don't, and then she, like, literally jumps into their canoe and, like, tries to lay down to not be seen. And I'm like, the damage is done. Like, I have gotten a full look at all of this. Didn't they, they, they oh know, like, there's other kayakers? I don't, I mean, just coming around I the think bend? maybe they had been, like, you know, like, booze cruising it, and okay. they thought this was a good idea. They thought they were all to themselves. Yeah. And so me and my husband are like silent we're like, I don't even know what to do. And we get around the bend and then we hear my father-in-law who didn't see any of this, by the way. And apparently they've gotten out of the water. He's like, hey guys, how's it going? (laughs) (laughs) He's the one that breaks the ice. I know, it was so awkward. (laughs) Anyways, that's my Harpeth story. Um, But we kayak, we love to kayak. We've driven down the... um, the trace before and did a few like drop offs to some of the waterfalls and stuff. We took yeah. our dogs. I'm a dog mama through and through. I love my little I fur babies. That, I mean, gosh, you couldn't be in a better part of Nashville. Oh my that. gosh. Yeah. Do you go, I'm guessing, do you go to Percy Warner? Mm-hmm. I mean, gosh, yeah. that's a great place. Yeah. My friend Aaron, who co-wrote um, normal girls, she lives right across from Edwin Warner. Oh, and so, man. I mean like, and I'm 10, five minutes from there, three minutes. I don't even know. And we just, we'll meet up there all the time and that's go fantastic. walking. Yeah. I just love, I love being, it's just such a beautiful state to be outside in. Mm-hmm. It really is, yeah. you know? Oh, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, any places in town mm-hmm. uh, that are some of your favorite places, uh, either museums or parks in town or, um, you know, other places in Nashville that really kind of resonate with you or maybe somewhere you really like to take people when they come into town? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So let me think about this. Um, I think if I'm going downtown, 
Um, I've always really liked the George Jones yeah. Museum because it just has special place because I played there a lot. But also, it's just really well done. And yes. it's one and of the... They have the John Deere tractor. Mm-hmm. And they have good food. And they have great food. And it's also usually a little bit chiller than mm-hmm. some of the other places that you're going to go. And so, like, if you're downtown with buddies or friends and you're, like, you know, touring them around and you need, like, a little bit of a place where you can, like, actually talk and maybe sit and eat and not have, like, 80 million people, like, hustling and bustling around you. Yeah. It's kind of a cool place to do that because there's so much space on that first floor. So that is probably one of my favorite, like, pop-ins for downtown. Nice. I mean, like, you know, go all the way, start up at Bridgestone, walk all the way down, pop in there. Yeah. Have a snack, have yeah. a drink refuel for making your way back up Broadway. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a great spot to go up at any time. The rooftop mm-hmm. is awesome. Yeah. Especially if you need to cool it. They got fans everywhere. Uh-huh. I think and, they even have like across a, the street from Mike's. Yeah, from Mike's ice cream. Yes. That is really nice. Yeah. Great location. I think they added like a video board or something up there recently. I don't know. Really? I saw like some, some bar uh, that has mm-hmm. a rooftop over there. I saw from a distance has like some kind of video board now. It could be the cool. new uh, private wild horse saloon. Oh. That just oh, opened. It wow. Yeah. The private wild horse saloon? Like it's a private event space for like wild horse saloon. Oh, that's yeah. a really that's smart idea. Have enough space already. They, that thing's huge. <laughs> yeah, you get lost in there. square feet. And oh my gosh. They just added like another 35,000 square feet. Wow. It's hard for them to have private, private events without shutting the whole place down. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know that. That is wild. He knows stuff all the time. We just find out three months later than he does. I mean, like, I'm just like, can you just, like, send me lists of things to do? <laughs> well, we, we have them on our YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, amazing. Nash. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. So we sit side by side with your interview. Right amazing. on there. That's right. Yeah. So um, Normal Girls. So this has actually been released. What's been the reaction uh, since Normal Girls has been released? Yeah, it's been really encouraging. Um it's been really fun. I feel like my first EP numbers, they weren't like super hard to beat. You know what I mean? But because um, I was doing it all by myself. But um, seeing all those like little green arrows all over the place awesome. um, has been really encouraging and just really fun. And um, especially coupled with my label deal announcement, um, just being able to share that with family and friends yeah. who knew me when I left and wished me well. And, you know, um, helped pray over me and helped, um, some even like help me fund my drive out there. Um, it's been really sweet to see, um, their encouraging words and, um, just their, their kindness after this release. And, um, it's just been really life giving to me and really encouraging to me. So I'm really pleased and my team's really pleased and, um, I can't wait to keep releasing more and see, um, what people think. I haven't gotten any haters yet. (laughs) I'm really excited to get my first one though, because I feel like then you like random people are listening and they have an opinion. Yes. We, when we started our YouTube channel, I told Stuart, like, I will be so excited for the first person who gives us crap on YouTube. (laughs) Yeah. And then, and then someone does and you're like, I don't like you, but I love that we got hated comments <laughs> right. because right. that means that means enough people are watching that like the ratio of people of like to dislike yeah. is like a, a fair game thing. Now. Yeah, and, absolutely. And now we get yeah. like hateful comments all the time. <laughs> <laughs> You're like so. Like, okay, I get the point now. We can, yeah. we right. can cut that out. Now. But you know, it's a good practice. I feel like for checking yourself and checking yeah. your self esteem, yeah. it's a good practice to be like. 
oh, it's okay if someone doesn't like me. I'm like, how many famous people have been like, oh, I hate that song? And it's like, if they cared about that, yeah. I mean, you know, they're making like millions and you have, you're like, oh, I hate that song. And like, well, someone could say that about me oh, and I'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. Zero hate comments have changed the way we right. do things. Yeah. So it, it changed And I us. think that's great. Yeah. It's a great practice. Yeah. So we're looking forward to the first hateful comment for you as well. Thank you. Uh, I will let you guys know. I'll tag you in it. <laughs> Check it like, out. This is the person. They did it. Yay. Thank you. I've made it. The, the, the person who makes that's going to be totally misunderstood. They're like, why are they thanking me? Right. And then maybe they'll come back and watch this. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <I understand> now. <laughs> awesome. So uh, with the, the release of, of Trading Skylines, yeah. um, that's in October. Mm -hmm. uh, so what are you most looking forward to with the release of that album? Um, for the full thing, I think I'm most looking forward to people getting a really good idea of the totality of the project. Cool. Um, because I... I've got just like girl like me is very different from normal girls. This first single normal girls is very different from some of the other stuff that's on this album. And so I'm looking forward to be, to being seen, um, in like full form, I guess awesome. you could say, um, I'm looking forward to that. And I'm also looking forward to, we're going to be traveling a little bit, awesome. um, this summer. And so I'm, I'm heading out to St. Louis, Jackson, Mississippi, Atlanta area. Um, and I'm excited to just meet new people and play new places That's and great. see if it clicks with anybody or yeah. if it doesn't. Um, and, uh, I'm just really excited to kind of get this, this cycle going, this momentum going. Um, and I'm really proud of the project. So I'll be really excited to, you know, see the whole thing on Spotify and, and be like really, um, proud of myself and yeah. proud of the team and, and grateful. That's awesome. Yeah. We we're looking forward to it as well. Um, we'll, we'll play out with, uh, with normal girls so we, cool. so we can hear the full thing. Yeah. Uh, but Crystal, thank you so much for joining us in thank studio. Thank you. I time. really appreciate you guys taking the time to chat with me today. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So from Trading Skylines, the EP coming out in the fall, October 8th, here is Normal Girls. She's complicated and she wears her jeans real tight. She's the life of the party. Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. She's a hot mess, but I ain't impressed. She don't raise the bar too high. The one in all the songs that make us normal girls feel a bit passed by. Oh, I
All right, that was our Music Monday with Crystal Lee. And if you want to get a chance to watch this, if you were just listening, then xplr.nash on YouTube. Or you can head to nashvilledailypodcast.com. This video will also be on that website, which is awesome that we have a podcast website now. So thank you so much to Crystal for stopping by the studio. We look forward to doing uh, more interviews here in the studio on video for your enjoyment. And now if you want to learn about Nashville in person, we do offer in-person tours. ExploreTours.com. Use the code NASH, capital N, capital A, capital S, capital H, NASH, to take 20% off ExploreTours.com. All right. We hope you guys enjoyed this Music Monday, and we will be back with more of our regular content tomorrow. We'll see you then.